Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Liberty. The voice of liberty for a new generation. I am your host today, Caleb Franz. I am incredibly, incredibly excited that we are finally, finally here. Today, we premiere the Liberty, something that has been in the works for about a year now. Um, if you listen to the preview episode, which you can go back and listen to um, either at outsetmagazine.com or, or if you subscribe to us on iTunes, which I would be most appreciative of, uh, you can go back and listen to kind of the idea about what it is Mo Liberty is, and most importantly, why we are doing this show. It is so much more than just a show to me, and I hope and pray that it becomes that for you too. Uh, we really are hoping that we can build a giant community of people wanting to do good, people wanting to help their fellow man, people wanting to spread the ideas and the message of liberty across the land, people wanting to go out and fight for their constitutional rights in ways that I promise you that no other show will, will be advocating for. And of course, you can listen to all of that in our uh, in our preview episode that uh, that aired this past Saturday. It's Constitution Day this past Saturday, but today we premiere our journey. Today we premiere our journey that I hope that you will em embark with us. Uh, real quick shout out! Thank you very much to uh, Red Millennial who did a fantastic fantastic profile on on the show and what we want to do here but today I want to have a little discussion because that that's kind of how we're gonna start uh, changing the world for the better the first step in that is just simply just have discussions instead of shouting instead of yelling instead of um, going off ranting, looking for things to offend people just for the sake of offending people. I want to have an open and honest discussion, a discourse, if you will. Now granted, there will be likely people that will be offended by whatever it is I have to say. I don't even know half the things I have to say half the time. Sometimes I offend myself. But, everything here on this show is going to be productive. With that being said, I want to have a discussion with you about patriotism. What is patriotism? Is it showing respect for a flag? Is it standing up for your national anthem? Is it placing your hand over the heart whenever it plays? The flying a, the stars and stripes in your front yard 
I don't think that that is an appropriate description of it. You see, I know how many people were deeply, deeply offended. Many people on the right who were deeply, deeply offended by that football player that decided he's going to take a knee instead of stand for the national anthem. And while that did offend me to a certain degree because I love my country, I also love my flag. I love what she represents. That did offend me to a certain degree, however, what I found more grotesque was the sheer amount of backlash that he received from, from simply practicing his constitutional rights. I know it's not a debate of whether it's it's not you know the people who are who are really offended by this is is saying it's it's not we're not upset that he has the right we're upset that he doesn't stop to think whether or not it is right and I don't even think that's completely honest because I think at least to him while I do not agree with it at least to him what he did was the right thing. But what is more offensive than that is the amount of backlash that he received to me is more offensive. Why is that? Because when I noticed all these different people on the right, when I saw a video of somebody burning his jersey, I stopped and reflected. Is this really what we're going to have a national outrage about? We're 20 trillion dollars in debt. There's instability in the Middle East that we helped create. We're running arms to both sides of the wars over there. Wars plural because God knows how many wars that that we are in over there and God knows how many wars that we're getting ready to start over there. And we're upset about a football player? Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit distasteful and it's a little bit offensive. It's a little bit disrespectful, but really? That's it? He's simply practicing his constitutional rights. And while I don't agree with it, what is so disgusting in what you and what every single individual in this country should be outraged about is not him taking a knee. What you and every single individual in this nation should be outra outraged about is the grotesque abuse of our constitutional rights.
what I am more offended about is not that he was not willing to stand for the national anthem, but that many of these same people who are absolutely badgering him for not standing are the same people who won't stand up and say, this is enough. I have had it. I will not stand for your abuse of authority any longer. But of course, that's, that's, that's not the norm. Of course, we'd rather look the other way, get offended about some, some, uh, some social issue, societal issue, as opposed to, as opposed to the, the uh, devaluing of our currency, as opposed to the instability of the Middle East that we help create, as opposed to the 20 trillion dollars of debt. That's not cool, you see. But just because it isn't cool, does that make you a patriot? For choosing to be outraged over a football player? As opposed to all these countless number of things. Now I know I'm generalizing, but that is the case for a great many amount of people in this country. And then, whenever they see somebody actually take a stand for their constitutional rights, they label him a traitor. This, is this really what the right has become? Now, I know I'm badgering on the right, but the left is just as bad about this right now. I have a tendency to badger on the right just a little bit more than the left, because the left, I mean, yeah, they're, they're socialists, they're communists, they're Marxists, but at least you know what you're dealing with. They're not going to try to wave a flag, wave a banner in your face saying, I love freedom, and I love America, and then turn around, and then whenever somebody like Edward Snowden goes off and actually makes a stand for his constitutional rights, mine and yours, oh, well, he's a traitor. You see the double standard here. That upsets me a little bit about the right. You, you, you're, you're better than that. You should know better than that. I went to go see Snowden this past weekend. Instead of watching somebody take a knee during the national anthem. I watched a dramatic interpretation. I know it's not completely factual. <laughs> it kills me that everybody, um, everybody dissing on the movie, uh, was badgering it because, well, it was too, it was too fictionalized. Well, yeah, it's a dramatic interpretation of it. Clearly, not everything in the CIA and the NSA is gonna be that exciting. It's not a documentary. 
it's a movie. But when it comes to what he did back in 2013, revealing that yes, the government is abusing its authority, he wasn't revealing the nuclear codes. He was saying, look, this is what your government is doing to you. This is what we should be outraged about. While it certainly dominated the press for a few days, a few weeks, was there really a national outrage? People will go in the streets and riot for 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 football losses or football wins I say you know I, I say this kind of stuff I I'm not a sports guy but I do know when Americans should be justly outraged and I do know whenever Americans should just be like whatever live and let live he doesn't like something great he's doing it the right way he's doing it the way that our founders intended for him to do even if they don't agree with him he's doing it the right way but why can't those same people on the right and many on the left mind you Hillary Clinton is no better than Donald Trump on this issue. Now, granted, she doesn't want Edward Snowden shot compared to Donald Trump. But at the end of the day, if she was president of the United States and then he finally did come home, do we honestly think that she would treat him much better at all? Do we honestly think that she would allow him his constitutional rights? Because that's all he wants, is a fair and public trial. And that's why he won't come home. Because he knows the feds won't give it to him. The actions that Edward Snowden took... while many label him a traitor, are very reminiscent of the actions that majority of our founding fathers took. They outright committed treason for liberty. To fight for their constitutional rights. You see, to them, patriotism was not instilled in an individual because he loved King George. It was actually quite the opposite of that. And it wasn't instilled in an individual because 
Uh, well, I disagree with King George, and I don't really like him, but I respect the flag of England. That wasn't patriotism to our founding fathers. Now, while some were certainly more liberty-oriented than others, they generally understood that, for the most part. You have a few guys like Hamilton, who practically wanted a monarchy. But for the most part, they understood that. That patriotism actually came in the form of resistance to government more often than it did obedience. In fact, it never came in obedience. Patriotism to our founding fathers was signing your name on a document that could have you hanged. We cheer for that today. We love that kind of stuff as Americans. Give Great Britain the middle finger. Yeah, hell yeah. We love that kind of stuff. We make movies like The Patriot celebrating it. But when somebody, a modern day patriot, stands up and says, this is what your government is doing to you. This is wrong. This is evil. This has nothing to do about national security. They're going above and beyond anything they are constitutionally authorized to do. And we just sit back and say, you know what, it's okay. The government can, can just suspend his passport so he's stuck in Russia. No big deal. Do I think he should be pardoned? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not particularly... Uh, I'm not really particularly interested one way or the other whether or not he should be pardoned or not. I just think he should get a fair trial. Let it be heard that even though what he was doing was, quote, illegal, as are um, often acts that patriots make, what the government has been doing is unconstitutional. And while Edward Snowden broke the laws of the United States government, the United States government broke the laws of nature and of nature's God. But we call him a traitor because he broke our laws. Something about that isn't right. 
I think that nationalism is incredibly, incredibly dangerous in America. More dangerous than I was willing to give credit for even this time a year ago. It's what leads to things like the idea that Ed Snowden should be shot. It's what leads to things like the rise of Donald Trump. That we as Americans are best because we are Americans. And that is instilled in our flag and in our anthem. In the troops. But is that factual? While I have respect for all of those things, we shouldn't just love those things just because they're American. We should love those things because they represent who we are as Americans, and we should love those things because they reflect our constitutional rights, our U.S. Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the truths that we hold near and dear to us, that are self-evident, that everyone is created equal. I don't think that I have ever heard anything like that muttered out of the mouth of our presidential candidate of the GOP. Or the DNC, for that matter. In fact, I would say that both of them have said quite the opposite. Picking and choosing who gets to have constitutional rights and who does not. Hillary Clinton said that that uh, those unborn do not have constitutional rights. Or how about instead of constitutional rights, just basic natural rights? The rights that are instilled by God. Donald Trump said he would go in and kill the families of terrorists. No trial. No innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> he, he in fact admitted that they haven't done anything. That these are the innocent ones. But no, we have to go back to, resort back to barbarism. completely ignoring the Constitution, not just the Constitution, but the laws of nature. This is a seed that is run deep in the heart of America, and for me, I take blame for not noticing it sooner. Sure, we were all caught up from 2008 to 2016 and the dangers of socialism the dangers of communism and, and Marxism and 
quote, democratic socialism. We got that pretty pretty good. <laughs> we we uh, we covered that one. What we didn't cover is the threat of gigantic government coming from within. And the baby steps of that is in nationalism. Just like on the on the uh, on the left, the baby steps of that is collectivism. They're both kind of a form of collectivism in their own right. But on the right, it completely slipped, at least under my nose. We started confusing the two, patriotism and nationalism. Thankfully, I think that we are finally beginning to wake up to this. That the forces of nationalism, at least to some extent, will be killed off or badly defeated after 2016. The Donald Trump version of it. I believe that um, if, if Trump does in fact lose, that the ultra-right, um, the nationalists in the party, they will be alienated for the most part by the GOP, and I would argue by many Americans, just in general. And then we resort back to the true battle that lies ahead of us 2016 on. Because after 2016, we're really going to have two new faces. Two fresh faces. Not really, really fresh, but they are the future of the party, of, of the GOP. 2016 on, we're going to have Rand Paul on one side touting for limited government, sensible foreign policy, non-interventionism, sensible monetary policy, and a restoration of constitutional liberties. I hope that is the route that the GOP takes. I am not necessarily GOP but there are a lot better GOP guys than there are Democrats the ones that suck really suck but the ones that are great tend to be pretty great Rand Paul is one of them Justin Amash Thomas Massey those are others and then on the other side you have kind of a new nationalism, kind of an old one. Because it's a fresh face, but the same old idea that the GOP has been thriving off of for decades. 
and that is the side of Marco Rubio. Because after 2016, the establishment Republicans, the neoconservative Republicans, they will want their party back. And they are going to fight like hell to get it back. And that that side of, of the party, they're kind of nationalists in their own right. You see, while the Trump form of nationalism is very um, retreat back to your borders and hide and, and, and don't let anyone in and, and shoot anybody that, that tries to cross us, the Rubio nationalism is much more proactive instead of regressive. The Rubio nationalism says we have to be everywhere at all times because we're America and America is the greatest country on earth. And that in part led to the rise of Donald Trump. But what else is noticeable about that is that in part, not just in part, <laughs> a large part of it is as a whole, is the major reason we are in a constitutional crisis in America right now. Rand Paul calls it the unholy alliance in Washington. When they both come together to get a little bit of what they want, but who really loses? Not either one of them. It's you. Your constitutional rights. Your individual liberty. Your individual sovereignty. And your fiscal security. It is my hope that that we do not resort back to the same old ideas with a just a fresh face in Rubio. It is my hope that we look at the Constitution and say this is where we need to go. We look at the Bill of Rights, we look at the Founding Fathers, we look at their original intent, we study their history, we study their language, the language of freedom, the philosophy of freedom, the words of Jefferson, the words of Locke. It is my hope that we begin to wake up in America and we begin to look back at that and say, this is what we want to be again. This is our history. We are unlike any other nation in the history of the world because we are actually conceived in liberty. It is my hope that we do that. And that is the idea behind creating this show. Because you see, individually, I can say a lot of things, I can do a lot of things, but I can't really make the impact that somebody over in Washington can or somebody in, in New York City can 
I'm just I'm I'm just a, a, a kid from southern Ohio. But as a community of individuals, not as a collective, but a community of individuals, of individuals who love liberty, who love the philosophy of freedom, the ideas that Madison instilled in our documents and Jefferson instilled in our documents that reflect the words of John Locke. It is my hope that you will join me in trying to build that better kind of America. Not only America, but a better world for freedom. That's the idea of this show. That's why I wanted to dive a little bit into the idea of patriotism today. What it truly means, where we've lost our way. Because once we understand whether or not we're true patriots, then I want to start working for a better, more free world. Benjamin Franklin said, where liberty lies, there is my country. Of course, that is referencing the United States whenever he was alive, but it is not exclusive to the United States. Liberty is an idea while the U.S. was conceived in liberty. It is not owned by the United States. And we should be striving not just to make our nation a better place, a more free place, a more prosperous place, but we should be thriving to do that to the entire world. That is a daunting task that I am charging you with. But it is one that can be done, even if it is just the slightest change, the slightest voice, the smallest voice, can make the biggest impact for liberty across the world. I want this audience, no matter how small or no matter how minute it may be, I want this audience to be the small yet persistent minority hell-bent on setting a brush fire of freedom across the world. Now that is quite the charge whenever we're just one episode in. However, that is what we'll be doing here on this show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be uh, we'll be coming back to you every single week. Do me a favor, please, please subscribe and rate this show on iTunes. Please come back here and listen every week. Follow me on Twitter, where you can see 
all of my amazing Liberty tweets at Caleb Franz, C-A-L-E-B-F-R-A-N-Z. And be sure to also follow Liberty on Twitter, where you can get all the updates on what's coming up on the show. And believe me, you do not want to miss what we have in store for you throughout the course of this show. It is going to be amazing. And for some of you veteran Liberty lovers, I have some real, real treats coming your way. So please do not miss a single moment. And be sure to come back here, right back here, next week, where we start all over again. Chipping away at the establishment. Working to make the world a safer place for liberty. Thank you very much.